0: Welcome back to Nurse Talk, where laughter is the best medicine. Republicans in Congress are eager to work with the Obama administration to fast track the passage of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. If you haven't heard much about the Trans-Pacific Partnership, that's part of the problem right there. It would be the largest trade deal in history involving countries stretching from Chile to Japan, representing 792 million people and accounting for 40% of the world economy. Yet it's been devised in secret. Lobbyists from America's biggest corporations and Wall Street's biggest banks have been involved, but not the American public. The pharmaceutical industry, for example, they get stronger patents, delaying cheaper, generic versions of drugs. Big corporations and Wall Street get an international tribunal of private attorneys outside any nation's legal system that can order compensation for any lost profits found to result from a nation's regulations. Mm.
1: Welcome back to Nurse Talk. I'm Casey Hobbs, along with my co-host, Shane Mason, and we're two of the thousands of nurses on duty today.
0: And Casey, that was former Labor Secretary Robert Reich sharing the highlights of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Very scary. Yeah, and one of the issues he raises is big pharma's involvement. Imagine big corporations in the name of profits could override national or state laws meant to protect you, your patients, and your families. Mm -mm -mm. This world of higher drug prices lax food safety regulations and overturned climate protections could be on the horizon thanks to risky, impending trade deals such as the Trans-Pacific Partnership.
1: Very scary. Earlier this week, our producer, Patty Lockard, spoke with National Nurses United. Let's listen.
2: My name is Deborah Berger. I'm a registered nurse working at Kaiser Permanente Gastroenterology Center in Santa Rosa, California. A co president of National Nurses United, the largest organization of registered nurses in the United States, representing 185,000 RNs across the country. I am proud to be here today with registered nurses from around the country to stand up to urge that Congress reject fast track for the TTP Trans Pacific Partnership. We are here to sound a code blue on fast track.
1: Deborah, welcome to Nurse Talk, and thank you for being with us. Thank you.
2: It's good to be on again.
1: Well, you are one busy woman, and I know 185,000 nurses are as busy as you are, and I am i love what you're doing today in D.C. And for those of us who don't know as much about the Trans-Pacific Partnership as you do, Give us an overview of what this is and why they are trying to fast-track something as serious as a Trans-Pacific Partnership.
2: What we believe after reading what has been leaked, because in actuality, it is a treaty uh, agreement that is going to be ratified by 12 countries that has virtually been kept from public view, kept from all of our legislators. It's been written by corporations, and we have had no input into what are in the provisions for the Trans-Pacific Partnership Treaty. What we are concerned about is that there are at least five top reasons for nurses specifically to oppose the treaty because it reduces access to affordable medication. It exposes Americans to unsafe food products. It erodes public health laws and services. It curbs the limits on pollution and environmental hazards. And it undermines democracy and national sovereignty. I can go into those, but I'm sure most of our nurses uh, across the country would be able to go to our website at nationalnursesunited.org to find several blogs that we have done on just how bad this partnership agreement
1: is. Well, Deborah, I've heard for the last maybe two years or something, I keep hearing rumblings and every once in a while you'll hear someone talking about Trans-Pacific Partnership. But where is the news on this?
2: Well, and that's what's concerning to uh, registered nurses across the country that have been able to find some of the information up until a year ago. I really hadn't heard very much at all about it, but what we did was continue to look into this where we could because nurses across the country have been able to try and do their own research in this, and what we did as an organization was focus our resources on looking into what the Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement would mean for nurses, our patients, and our communities and the more we delved into this issue, the worse we saw in respect to access to medications, generic versus brand name, extending uh, patents for the pharmaceutical industry. So we're extremely concerned that uh healthcare in the United States could be severely eroded by this Trans-Pacific Partnership.
1: Now, do we know the players that are behind this, the authorship of this, who was invited? Where did it start? Uh, it's that's, mind-blowing, that's actually. part of the
2: problem, is that we really don't have who all of the players are. We know that there's 12 countries that are involved in negotiating that. That's Australia, Brunei, Canada, Chile, Japan, Malaysia, Mexico, New Zealand, Peru, Singapore, and Vietnam. But what we don't know is the actual players in the room that are negotiating this deal, in fact, writing it. What we do know is that it's foreign corporations, including pharmaceutical corporations, that are writing this deal. Even the legislators have not been able to hear or read what is actually being negotiated and have not been in the room to understand the thinking behind this process. So we have been lobbying people in the Capitol today to say, don't use fast-track authority to approve this treaty, that we need to have time to look at the provisions in this treaty so that we can uh, have some kind of input.
1: Well, tell me about the fast-track idea here. Now, I know what fast-track means. I've not seen Congress do anything fast lately, but what is this about? And if it's fast-track, how soon could this potentially be passed? To
2: go into a little bit of history, the fast-track process, was initially orchestrated by President Nixon in the 70s, right? And he came up with this ability to organize a method of putting a a treaty through without having any say from either the Senate or the Congress. And so they had to do an up-or-down vote. And when you do an up-or-down vote... You have 90-day period to look at the treaty, not make any changes in the treaty whatsoever, and then vote whether the treaty goes forward or is rejected. The problem that we have is that once the treaty is approved, there is no amount of legislation that can change the treaty provisions. You have to go back to those 11 other countries and get them To agree to change the uh, provisions of the treaty. It removes the ability of our legislators to have any kind of negotiations or any input into how the treaty would be implemented.
1: I've been to some of the organized rallies with National Nurses United. They're very, very effective, and I'm sure you weren't alone in this.
2: We weren't alone in this process. There are several groups the Nuns on the Bus, the Sierra Club. The entire executive committee of the AFL-CIO has written a letter with their concerns. What is interesting is when uh, we have made the visits today that we made, the uh, legislators were very impressed that nurses came to Washington, D.C. to lobby against this Trans-Pacific Partnership Treaty and against approving this treaty through the fast track because they thought that somehow nurses wouldn't care about these issues. They couldn't see how it related to our practice.
1: Well, that's amazing. But the
2: reality is is that if the TTP goes through, patients will no longer have access to generic name drugs. All a company has to do is prove that there's another way of using this drug, and they go back up to the brand name drug again, whether the formula has changed or not. The other thing is they have, in this treaty, eliminated the ability for countries or principalities or localities or provinces to negotiate the ability to do bulk purchasing, right? So you get a better price the more... Uh, medications you buy. Well,
1: Deborah, thank you to all the nurses and National Nurses United for really looking into this on behalf of all of us. And we want to follow this, so we'd love to check in with you later and see how everything is going. When will we know about the fast-track issue?
2: Well, there was supposed to be a a Senate vote scheduled uh, this next week. They canceled it, which means that they don't have enough votes to pass the fast-track proposal. Great. So we are going to be sending out nurse alerts to ask nurses to write to their uh, Congress congresspeople to reject the treaty and vote no against the fast track.
1: Great. And we'll do all we can to continue to support you in getting that word out. We'll check back in with you. Thank you so much for all of the work you do. And thanks to your partnership and your nurses. Uh, thanks for being there where it really makes a difference.
2: You know, I just want to say I had no idea until we had uh, a gentleman from uh, Georgetown University come and speak to us about the provisions in this trade deal, and it is really, really insidious. And I think nurses, once they realize what is at stake, will all want to be involved in putting the Trans-Pacific Partnership Treaty out of the way and totally destroy
1: it. I do too. I agree. And Deborah, thank you so much. Uh, we've been talking to Deborah Berger. Deborah is the co president of National Nurses United. For more information on this topic, visit nnu.org. Thanks, Deborah. It's a pleasure.